Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. I welcome another edition of It's Still Real to Me. Of course, everything Zazlo Show 2.0, including our wrestling podcast, is presented by our title sponsor, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, car accident, boating, motorcycle, slip and fall, 
You got to make sure you have someone who's going to help take care of you. You take care of the health part and let Anna Jar and Levine, they're going to deal with you like your family. They're going to make sure you get everything you need. They'll make sure you're compensated. Call Anna Jar and Levine right after you call 911. You got to get them on the phone first and then you get an attorney. 800 747 That's 800 747 3733. Joey Levin joining us here as we are. Back at it early Sunday morning. A happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Appreciate you fitting in another edition of It's Still Real to me today on, on Mother's Day. How are you this morning? I know you're coming at us live from Jersey, right? Yes, sir. I'm up here in uh, Westfield, New Jersey, visiting the family. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. Ready to uh, break down another week. We're happy to be talking about AEW a little bit again. Big yeah. Big things coming out of AEW this week, so I'm ready to talk about that. Yeah, I think AEW had a really strong show. Uh, uh, Dynamite, I, I think SmackDown was a very strong show. Look, it, you really, it, you know, if you're WWE, you, you really got to have your head up your culo if if you can't come up with a strong Raw and a strong SmackDown when you have two triple threat matches matches followed by you know the semifinal one on one to lead to your championship match at Night of Champions. I mean. That that's a given. Raw and SmackDown are going to be very good shows. Oh yeah, yeah. But I but I will say I'm surprised to hear you say that you thought SmackDown was a good show because I think you're a little dis- I think you're a little disappointed, Zach. Well, so yeah, and and so we'll, we'll get to that. Of course, Joey's referring to who ended up winning on SmackDown because I've been pulling for Edge to be the guy before we even knew the participants. You know, before we knew the twelve participants. We took a stab at who we thought they would be. Some we got, some we didn't. But for me, it was Edge, all right? Edge is going to win back the world. Like, this belt is clearly, it's the world title. It's the big gold belt. They've slapped a big WWE logo on the front of it, essentially. You know, that's that's how they're presenting it to us. And, and by the way, I've gotten more and more, I'm getting more acclimated to the idea of it being a, a legit world title. I do like how the SmackDown crew are playing off of Paul Heyman calling it a consolation prize. I do I do like how they've added that to the story, but I I am starting to I am starting to get used to the idea that it's not a consolation prize. It's a legit thing. And I thought that Edge is ripe to finish his story, you know, to to get back the world title that he never lost. I mean, what are we talking, like 15 years ago, you know? Mm -hmm. World title that he never lost. And then we started to get the social media posts from Edge, right? And I was like, and I didn't know what to think of that. You know, Edge is making the post, get back the title I never lost. I win that title. I ride that rain out. And then when that's over, it's over. Like, okay, this... This might be a real thing. This might be the direction they're going in. And we didn't even get him out of the first round. And by the way, he ate the pin. We didn't even get him out of the first round. AJ Styles gets the pin over him. Well, no, it wasn't AJ. Who, who got the pin over him? It was, uh, was it AJ that got the no, pin AJ, over him? It AJ was. won that match, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, no, I'm, try, I'm trying to remember which is which. Lashley then won the next it one. It was Lashley won the next one, yeah. Yeah, yep. so AJ gets the pin edge eats the pin in the match too and i was like oh man it seemed like we were headed in this direction so now i'm not mad it's one of those deals disappointed where you're, you're not mad you're disappointed 
I was. I was disappointed. I never get mad at that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, if I'm watching, you know, if I'm watching Game of Thrones, I always use Game of Thrones as the example when we talk about this kind of stuff. But it's like if I'm watching Game of Thrones and, you know, character X didn't do this and I thought he was going to do this. Like, I don't think the show was bad that week. It was just, all right, I wanted that to happen. It didn't happen, you know. Pro wrestling fans are weird like that. The thing you want to happen doesn't happen. <clears throat> You're then like, oh, SmackDown sucked this week. Well, no, yeah. you just you just don't write, you don't write the show, all right? They write the show, <laughs> right. all right? And what you thought or wanted, the character you wanted to prevail did not prevail this week. That does yeah. not mean the show sucks. So, right. no, I thought the show was excellent. But, yeah, I was totally bummed. Edge is a legit champion. It's, Joey, it's not like them putting the tag titles on Lita, all right? Edge is a legit, believable world champion. Yeah. I don't know. I I thought it was money to to have him win the title, and, and they ousted him in the first round. Yeah, the more we talked about it, when you you can you had me, I'll tell you this, you had me convinced the last couple weeks as this got announced and as we talked about it, you had me convinced on Edge. Um, that he would that with the story and that he never lost it, and this is this is his chance to. But I will say, I, I don't know about you, because you mentioned you weren't really sure with the um social media posts what to think. Yeah. Now, look, now looking back on him, once he came out with that post, shouldn't we have known he wasn't gonna win? Right. Shouldn't that's why known? I wasn't sure. That's why I was like, oh wow, they're being really transparent about that. Right, right. It we should have because I saw this, I thought that I wasn't really sure either. But now looking back on it, it should have been like, oh, okay, so this is not, yep. this is not going to be Edge. Um, but I, I will say, before you convinced me of the possibility of Edge winning this, uh, I was, for, I wanted it to be Roman, right? I, I thought it would be funny if it was Roman. But this seemed, this whole time, this very much just seemed like a belt to get a world title on Rollins. This just has seemed from the beginning to, uh, that they are introducing a belt because Rollins is Rollins is so he is so over. I mean, everywhere you go, the guy stands in the ring for 15 minutes and people sing his song. He is so over. He's the biggest face in the company. They don't have any plans on having Roman lose his titles anytime soon apparently. This felt from the very beginning until you convinced me of the edge thing, which made sense that this was a title for Rollins, the biggest face in the company to have a shot. And if they're going to main event night of champions, which we'll talk about, cause I'm interested to hear your thoughts. When is, on it, what when is night of champions now? Night of champions is in two weeks. I think two it's weeks, the okay. same, same weekend as double or nothing, I believe. Oh, um, it's 27th. Okay. Yes. It's the 27th and double or nothing is the 28th big oh, wrestling cool. weekend. Wow. Yeah. Um, so if you're, if you're going to have that, main event night of champions you can't in wwe can you can you do a better just wrestling match than seth rollins and aj styles i mean that is a that's a fucking main event for a title right there that is not that edge wouldn't have been great edge is great but aj styles and and rollins will put on a classic for a brand new title at a pay-per-view so as much as it would have been cool to have edge as part of it and have Getting getting AJ right back in the mix, coming off this injury, they come back. The OC gets introduced after they get drafted. They beat down the Viking Raiders, which I'm sure everybody appreciated. And then 
AJ is now in a main event, potentially. I'm assuming it's the main event for Night of Champions. It has to be. Awesome. Oh. Well, well, so, okay. I mean, we don't have to get too far down this the, the bloodline stuff, but you have now Roman and Solo it's against Kevin Owens. You have Roman. You, you have Roman on a show, the undisputed champion, and he's not going to main event the pay per view. Oh, because I I thought the direct. <coughs> excuse me. I thought the direction you were just going to go in was Brock and Cody is not no, going to no, main no, event. No. And that, but no. you're right. Like you have three main event caliber matches on yeah. this card. Well, we I think we know it's not going to be Roman and, or Cody and and Brock because there's there is a world title fight. So if anything, even if Roman wasn't on the card, you have to have the main event. Well, when's the, the last the, time the, Roman was on a card and was not the main event? 3 years? It's got to be like two or I mean, how long has he had the title? The titles or a, either title. I mean, I mean I'm trying to I'm trying to think about it. I that's a that's I, a question. I can't for imagine that's a question for Victor for next week. I think I can't imagine there's a show that Roman has fought and not been the main event. Well, that's why, and that is why I was saying, like, you assume this new world title is going to be the main event, but Roman's on the show and he's fighting for a title. Wow, that's that's so, a great question. I mean, what do you do there? I mean, if Roman is the biggest star in wrestling, like, not just because, like. Even this like the, the guy's been at, what have we been talking about every week. The guy's not on the show. He's been gone since the day after WrestleMania. He comes back for SmackDown, and you're like, "This is why this fucking guy is the best." In the by business. the way, and and by the way, now that we look back at it, we're we're over a month ago. It's so good that they didn't break up the bloodline. We still yeah. got great stories that we there's can so much yeah, milk there's out so much for to do. so long. You know. There's so much there. Why they kept the title on him? Right. There's so much meat left on that bone. But so now here's the question, right? So you have Roman and Solo fighting for the tag titles. You have Roman on a pay per view, still the biggest, the biggest act in all of professional wrestling, in all in the entire industry. But you have this other title that you're trying to convince people is not a consolation prize. Wow. Right. The whole thing is this is not a consolation prize. We we need to make this feel big. Yeah. Do you make it feel big by main eventing over Roman? I don't think it's the main event. I think Roman's the main event. Then how do you how do you convince then how do you convince is what does it open the show? No, but it, it it can be can be right before it. Can be right before it. So you so so you you have this the finals for this new world title right before the other champion, and you're saying like they're fighting for a title because this guy is more important. I mean, it's just like, it's hard, right? All right, but, but like, we all know that guy's more important. They're not trying to convince I, anyone, you know? Yeah, but they're trying to convince people that this title matters. Or do you put the like, title, or do you put the match in the middle of the show? You go, uh, you know, WrestleMania 8 style and Macho and Ric Flair are in the middle of the show while Hogan and Sid close the show. To be honest, I'd open the show and I'd let him go an hour. Oh, I wouldn't open the show with it. No, no, I wouldn't open the show with it. it like... I would open the show is, with Cody and Brock before I open with that. You, you sure? I mean, I mean, there's not. It's not going to be a huge card, you know. So there's only going to be like five matches, I think. Right. So you got right now. You have those three matches. I'm. A, it's. It looks like they're doing maybe Rhea and Natty. Is that where we're headed? I don't know. Right. And then, um, well, I guess it's it's Night of Champions. And so it I guess could you be. Have, yeah, they all they're all going to. You're going to get Bianca and Oscar again, which clearly. is clearly, which is insane. Um. 
And then I guess did did they announce that they're doing? I think they announced they're doing a battle royal for for the inner to number one contender for Gunther. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. You know, I love a battle royal. I, I, Unless somebody made a, there's a lot of fake graphics going on I on Twitter. Heard that, these days. But I like there's it. a lot, a lot of people making photo uh, that I see at least. Maybe my timeline's all jacked up, but I see like fake, like what if this match happened? So I don't know if somebody created that or if that's an actual thing. And I no, I think it. all the belts have to be represented. I think we got a US title theory? match. What do we do with theory? I mean, whatever. We're, we're getting that. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We still have two weeks. But anyways, not that long. yeah, it's not that long. Yeah, we we could. You could start with Cody and Brock would be a great start. But you can also just, if you want to make this, the, the belt feel important, you start with these guys, finals of the championship, and let them have the longest match and just just go. Like, and make it feel like this is the work. Like, obviously we know the IC title is the workers title, but maybe it's like, this is the workers. Because they aren't they sort of positioning this as like, this is the workers heavyweight title? Like, this guy will be around. This guy will fight. This is a well. I mean, I, I think what Triple H said was this title is going to be defended all around the world at any time. And I was like, oh, so they're competing for the twenty four seven title, but they're right. they're going <laughs> to he's going to defend the title all around the world, and it's going to be defended in ways that you've never seen before. I don't know what that means, but like yeah. I'm interested in was, what that means. And I was reading this morning that they they plan to try to make this feel like a big title. And that there's speculation that it, it might carry the lineage of the big gold belt. So okay. like there's like so like this champion will be the next champion from that belt. So there'll just be a gap from okay. when they got rid of it. That that was some that's what some people are speculating. So let let's go back to AJ and Seth Rollins. I think both of us I think both of us believe Rollins is gonna win. Yes. But should are, are we are we looking at and, and, and by the way? I don't have a problem with the whole when they set up the tournament. Why are people from SmackDown in it? Isn't it supposed to be a Raw belt? Well, I mean, inevitably, if a SmackDown superstar wins it, then they're moving to Raw. Okay. But like also, ha haven't we already just thrown the draft out the window? Like, we're two weeks or no, a week after the draft, and, like, everyone's just bouncing. But everyone's just bouncing around, and, you know, KO and Sammy are on both shows. I mean, well, everyone's just the tag just titles. They're the tag titles. I know, but – and there's free agents, and it's just – the whole thing is just – I mean, the draft is fun. I love the draft. It's a fun concept, but it seems like – they very quickly, every time they do the draft, just throw it all out the window. Well, am I am I reading into it too much where I think Seth Rollins is a lock to win the match? Not just because AJ Styles just returned and, you know, Seth Rollins is doing his thing. But, okay, if a SmackDown superstar wins it, they would obviously move to Raw. But if AJ Styles then wins it, the whole, the whole OC. OC is moving to yeah. Raw? Like, that's weird. I, I don't think that that would make a lot of sense. And I certainly don't think it makes sense to split AJ from the OC because then the OC, they're kind of bullshit right now if they don't have AJ Styles. Like, they yeah. all just returned. You got to do something with the OC. So they're not going to split them up. And just because AJ won the title, why should that mean all of a sudden four new people are moving to Raw? That's stupid. So... I feel like it's a little bit of a tell there that AJ's not winning the match. I mean, it just it depends on what they see for the OC because right now there's three hands down, not even close to top level factions yeah, in, got in WWE. Oh, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. right. So you have the Bloodline; they're on SmackDown. You have Judgment Day's on Raw, and then you have LWO. Right, is also on SmackDown. 
there's more stuff for the OC to do on SmackDown potentially than there is on Raw right now. I do like, by the way, you know, they're really, but, they're but, really making a case of of mentioning the factions now when they show the superstars' names on the graphics and yeah. they show who their like their gang is. Like it yeah. showed Rey Mysterio, LWL, and it showed yeah. AJ Styles, the OC. I dig yeah. that. Yep, but um, but you could have AJ win. And there's there's a lot there between still I, I mean I know they've kind of done some stuff but there's a lot there between Finn and AJ like you could do some really good stuff with the OC and Judgment Day on Raw. But again, um, moving the whole OC like why is the whole OC moving? They were drafted because, to SmackDown because, because it's because the draft doesn't matter because the draft doesn't matter and they've proven this time and again with the draft. It goes out the window within a month. Like they 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 from the, from the, the beginning of the draft that they did in WWE, people are immediately just flip-flopping shows. Like, it's just like, and so, I mean, they did it with this title. Like, they've are immediately, they're like, this person could just come over if they win the title. And by the way, all the titles are mixed up anyways. All the titles are mixed up on all the shows. Well, like, so let's, so let's get to that. All right. While I hate the whole, let's swap titles. You saw that with, you saw that with the street profits and I think the Usos a few years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Where they they switched the smack the, the tag team titles when they were drafted to the other brand. You saw it with Charlotte and Becky, which apparently was like you know the end of their actual friendship. It was a whole big to do with the way that that actually went down on television. Uh, I hate the whole handing the titles to each other, but. I don't understand what the hell is happening right here because you have Rhea on Raw and she's blatantly the SmackDown champion and you have Bianca on SmackDown and she's blatantly the Raw champion and we're not explaining any of this? Well, I don't understand what's happening. And, and they're also, and they're also, you know, the segment on SmackDown that was interrupted by Asuka, which will now set up that feud again, uh, inexplicably also. Um, well, I, I like it because because when they first fought, Os- it was clearly babyface versus babyface, and now Oscar's clearly heel. Like I, I, I'm okay with. It. I dig. I agree with. I, 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 here's what I don't agree with. Make Bianca the heel. Man. No one is gonna. No one is gonna boo Oscar. They're not gonna boo Oscar. Everybody loves her. People are starting to to sour on the Bianca character. John Sheena. Like people want to boo her. They could take. She are we could doing be a John bat- Cena or are we doing Jane Cena? I think it's John. Well, it could be either one. I thought it was Jane Cena. J- John Cena, Jane Cena, either one. Um, but people, I think, are ready to boo her, and she also could be a complete badass as a heel. We, as you mentioned in NXT, no, they're no, they're not going to boo Oscar. They're not. They're going to have another case of this heel who is a great heel but is so good as a heel that everyone just cheers her. And then it's just going to be two faces again. It's going to be the same exact program they ran before. But, but, excuse me, before we talk about that part, wasn't this segment on SmackDown with Bianca to celebrate that she's the longest running Raw champion of all time? Yeah. Like, wasn't wasn't that before she got interrupted? Wasn't that yeah. supposed to be the What are we doing? Like, that? Uh, to your point, like, they're not explaining why she's on understand. SmackDown with the Raw well, title. Yeah, and they're, they're having doing? a... And they're having a celebration for her being the longest reigning Raw champion of all time, but she's on the SmackDown brand. What are we? What? Yeah, I don't understand. What are we doing? 
I don't understand. Uh, yeah, like you don't have the answer. I don't have the answer either. It's 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 weird. I, I don't again, understand. So 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 again, like to your to to the whole overall draft thing, right? We have how many active titles? We have Universal WWE Championship, two tag titles, two women's titles, Intercontinental, and US. Okay, the tag titles are owned by one team for both shows, so they can go wherever they want. The women's titles. The Raw is on SmackDown. SmackDown's on Raw. So we don't know what the hell is going on there. And then the other two titles are on one guy who apparently is just on one show because they're introducing this other title on this other show. But uh, let's see what happens. I think this guy could go to whatever show he wants because he's... And then he's you have drafted. The other two... He was drafted. But I'm, my, I guess the thing is, is like there's so much uncertainty around what the hell is even happening with all the titles. How can you stick to the draft when... You're going to need people to bounce around because you need to figure out what the hell is going on with the titles in the first place. It's just, yeah, I don't you know, get it. I don't get that part. It's a very weird. The only titles that we know for sure are only on one show right now are Intercontinental and US. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So I, I want to hit on one more thing with WWE before we get to AEW because AEW Dynamite was really good this week. Roman Reigns finally returns. And we finally get him in a ring or at least some type of confrontation with his cousins who he has not addressed since losing at WrestleMania. That segment on Friday night was awesome. The segment ends and I'm like, that shit was so good. Roman is so good. It was, and and you knew the direction it was going into, and Roman just nailed it in the end, where I'm 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 going to be dedicating our tag team title win to the greatest tag team ever, Afonseca the Wild Samoans. Like that yeah. was, it was yeah. so perfect the way he delivered it, the way they wrote the whole segment, face mushing Jimmy. Jay has to be the one to kind of cool things down. Although you feel like there's an ulterior motive coming with Jay. I feel like Jay's kind of, you know, hiding what he's eventually going to do to Roman. Um, But wasn't, wasn't, but isn't this just sort of like a, well, yes, but it's also kind of like full circle because wasn't in the beginning, mm -hmm. wasn't in the beginning of the whole bloodline thing. Wasn't a lot of Jay taking the shit from Roman was to protect Jimmy. Yeah. So, and now he's doing it again. Mm-hmm. So, it's, yeah, I mean, I think that's clear um, or I'm not clear, but I think because they were, I mean, I, I well, and I also him. Jay I, came back from his like hiatus. Right. To protect, to Jimmy. protect Jimmy. Right. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, the, I was going to ask you, how long can we go? Like, is that a SummerSlam or is that Mania? Because where, that's obviously where, where we're finally getting Jay and Roman again. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, and then I'm the other thing, we get it though. I'm hoping we get then, it, man. And then the other thing about that segment, and I've been alluding to this, I feel like for months now. If you if you are paying attention to the background of that segment, Solo is conflicted. He doesn't know what to think about this. He doesn't know what to think about all this. He's his brothers are getting tortured. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what to think about this. He is going to turn on Roman at, at some point. He's going to turn on Roman and help his brothers. Well, I think I think we're way down the road if that's happening. Uh, sure, but I just it's I think you know what you know it might be SummerSlam. Roman and Solo versus the Usos. Do you think I think eventually that, I, I think the Usos are going to cost Roman and Solo the, the tag titles at Night of Champions? Oh, you don't and think they're gonna, winning? No, I don't think so. I I, I just don't. I, I I just I don't. People are losing their minds on social media. By the way, like that, the idea that could win. The idea of Roman walking around with four belts makes people lose their minds, and I think it's the coolest shit ever. I, I think it's great, all, and I think it's going would, to happen. I don't think so. I don't. I just don't. It doesn't. I think it's. It would be cool to see him have four belts. I'd rather have him have. I'd. I'd rather see him have four, three world title belts than four, like two world title belts and two tag belts. It's well, just, so what? So so Solo eats the pin, and then Roman gets mad at Solo, and now that eventually. No, makes- no, no, no. I mean, the bloodline always interferes with each other's matches. So I think the Usos interfere to try to help them win, and it causes them to lose, and it sets up. Right, but but it's gonna it's gonna end with Solo getting pinned. Roman's not getting pinned. Yeah, but Solo, but but Roman's whole thing is Solo steps up. The Usos always mess everything up, and they're gonna mess it up again. So he won't blame it on Us- he won't blame it on Solo. Oh, He'll I bl- see. I see. I'm saying they're gonna interfere. Well, I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I just think they'll interfere to try to prove themselves again to Roman. Like we we can carry ourselves. We carry our weight. We're gonna help you win the title. Right. They're gonna they'll mess it up. And then it'll be their fault. And then we'll get. There's such fuck ups, the Usos. Maybe we'll get that at um, Money in the Bank. That's that's the London one, right? Yeah, know. that's in that's in June. And then SummerSlam's the one right after. Oh, do they, are they had doing something in July, or is it going to be one of those long, you know, breaks in between? I don't know. I don't know what the July one is, but I yeah, know. I mean, I could. It's it just feels like because we still, like right now. They're not even alluding to anybody challenging Roman anytime soon. So it right. seems like for a while we're going to just be blood, like bloodline in infighting. I'm here for yeah. it. I'm all right with it. Yeah. No, I mean it's a, it's the best story. I mean, well, and the timing's fine. I, I'll tell you what. You got this it's, other world title being introduced. I'm going to tell you what. It's the best story in wrestling, but it's uh, after this past Wednesday, I might go one A, one B. I mean, I, I'm just going to be honest. I know we're going to talk about it, but. The blood, but I don't mind the infighting with the bloodline. It's it's good. I mean, there's so much. It could go on for another year and a half, probably. All right. So so, which is crazy, by the way, because I I'll, I'll read. I know you got big dirt, not big dirt. <laughs> Excuse me, but I'll I'll pass by some stuff on on social media, and it's like Roman Reigns gonna hold the title through WrestleMania 41. I'm like, what the fuck? I was yeah. I mean, I read I read SummerSlam of next year. Well, that's before WrestleMania 41. I WrestleMania know, 41 is even after that. Right, I know. Um, anyway, no, let, let's, let, yeah, WWE was, was, I mean, a no-brainer uh, good week for them when, you, when you're dealing with a tournament for a world title. 
and you throw in the bloodline stuff. Like it was obviously going to be really good. Uh, oh, by the way, can we can we shout out? I mean, before we move on to AEW, Brock's promo on Monday has he has there ever been? Let's anyone, talk about me. What do you want to talk has, about? Has a human ever looked scarier? I mean, I was yeah. like genuinely a little bit frightened watching, like with his face and him him staring down the camera. No, that was great. What do you want to talk that about, was, Cody? What do you want to talk about? Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was. I mean, that's a frightening. Like when they turned him back heel, I was like, oh god, I love Cowboy Brock. But that promo does it for me. I was like, that is that's gonna be a that's gonna be a a meme. A gif. I mean, you could use that. It was also super obvious. We knew Cody's not winning this title and Brock is taking him out of that match. It was the most obvious thing. But it's okay. Obvious sometimes is okay. So, yeah, uh, yeah, WWE was really good this week. AEW. Let's get to AEW from this Wednesday, which I also thought was great. Now, you mentioned to me, though, something going on between AEW and Time Warner, right? Like, what's... Warner Brother Discovery. Warner Brothers Discovery is is something new happening there? Or is, is well, they they're 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 deal they they're doing they have like a billion dollar deal for their for their rights deal. Okay, but like, um, what does that mean now? Like, what so what do we know? So what I was reading was Warner Brothers Discovery continues to have Dynamite. They'll have Rampage and they'll have Collision, but they will also have all their pay per views. And I think their pay per views are going to be on HBO Max. Oh, thank God! Enough of this Bleacher Report. I feel like yeah. I'm buying it twice every time I'm trying to buy a pay per view to get it. To oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should say Max. Okay, but all right. So it, it'll HBO, be on a legit service. HBO, now. HBO for some reason decided we don't need this this lifetime recognizable brand anymore. Right. We just well, let's just right. call it Max. Let's just right. call it Max. Right. No, that's great news. We just told me there. I I hate yeah. having to order these pay per views. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. So and Tony Khan is doing another one of his. Tony Khan makes a big announcements on Tuesday. So that's I, what it's going to be. I don't. Well, on, on Wednesday, I'm sorry. Well, it's either that or Collision, right? I mean, or or some combination of it. I would think. I mean, okay. what else? What else could this guy? This guy has a big announcement every week. It's you know the biggest announcement in the world. He's gotten better at them. I think maybe he's got a better scriptwriter. I don't know, but. Yeah, he's supposed to be making an announcement this week. So I, I, there's speculation that it'll be something involving this the deal. So let's let's start out with the main event, all right? The big story, and that's obviously Kenny Omega losing to, to Moxley and Don Cow has turned on him. I do want to mention a couple things first. Number one, I love the look of AEW Steel Cage. I think it's a great look in Steel Cage. And I also love that it's interesting that they don't they don't mess around with with the rules in the cage. I I have always despised the whole exiting the cage, and that's the way that you win the match, especially the whole game we play with opening up the door. All right. The referee right. holds the door, and I just I I I hate it. I can't get past it. So I like how, yeah, there's no getting out of the AW. I mean, you could climb out, but why? You know, you're not gonna win like that. There's no door. So I love that you still have to win, you have to win the match. And it's inside the steel cage. I love that AEW does that because I, yeah, I, I can't get past the, the the cage door in WWE matches. It makes me nuts. Well, there is a way to get out. You could have a, a you could have a spot that looks like you killed not only your opponent but tore your leg in half. That was like, crazy. I mean, like that, he, he was supposed to fly out with him. He definitely was not supposed to get caught. Get on, his whole entire leg just like rung up on the yeah. on the bar. That that looked ever like I. Again, this is Kenny, though. I get nervous watching Kenny, which I guess is a good thing for like that's what probably makes him great. Is that he just every time he has a big match, I feel like he's going to his career's gonna end. 
He there's a spot in every one of his big matches where I'm like, he can't survive this one. He can't. How about the, and then cla- how about the just clash shards, man? Like eh, it's it's a little much. It's my that's the Moxley. That's the Moxley effect, though. That's like his whole like his whole thing is I show, up every, I show up every week and I bleed. That's that's he clash that makes shards, him man. Yeah, it's that's that it's crazy. I, I don't know that I need it, but I also honestly I also I still as much as I love Kenny's matches and he's incredible, I don't need him like potentially ending his career in every match. Every match is not the biggest match. I mean, I know that's not necessarily the way to look at it. They probably don't look at it that way. Um, and I know this was touted as a massive, like almost kind of like a blow off match for the two of them. But man, they do some shit where I'm just like, I get nervous for that guy because he's not young. He's been doing it for a long time. Did you see the Don Cowes turn coming? Because I like no, I didn't see it coming. I know a lot of people were like, "Yeah, we all knew it was going." I didn't see it coming. Who knew it was coming? Come on, what, I didn't what, see it coming. I I thought now, I thought Takeshita was going to turn on them at some point and join Blackpool Combat Club, which that seemed after they made him bleed and the whole thing. That's what I felt was coming. I did not see the Don Callis thing. Well, so no, what's Don Callis' MO here? I mean, I think maybe he brings... I. The only thing I can think... I don't think he's joining Black Hole Combat. I don't think he's with those guys. That wouldn't make any sense. I don't think me. so either. I think it's Kota Ibushi. I think and it's that's Kota... who And that's who Omega's going to fight at Forbidden Door? Maybe, yeah. I, I mean, it just feels like something like that. Like, I, I don't know. Like, what... Because the you know the Don Callis the only person that Don Callis has a, a relationship with you know storyline or real life that would make any sense for him to turn on Kenny for would be Jericho and we know that's not the case mm-hmm. um, and that goes all the way back to New Japan when Jericho and Kenny Omega did their whole thing there um, but there's been I mean Kodobushi's been a free agent for a bit and there's been a lot of speculation and even on like um, on being the elite there's been these um these segments where you know like they're celebrating that Takeshita helped them and Kenny's really not paying attention and he's off to the side and he's texting somebody and he's just not really focused. They've been sort of teasing the Kota Bushi return and those guys, the golden their tag team, they're like real life, I think best friends, if not best friends, very, very close. They were all the time his time in Japan. They had the tag team Golden Lovers. Kota Bushi has tagged with the Young Bucks, Golden Elite. Um, it just makes sense that whatever the reasoning is, which we'll find out apparently on Wednesday, Don Callis will explain his reasoning on Wednesday. Um, it seems like that. I don't know what else it could be. I don't know who else. Right. I don't know who else gives you the reaction of Don Callis turning on Kenny like that. Like if it's just like Takeshita is my guy, I'll That's be very stupid. Yeah, that's stupid. You're you're abandoning Omega for that? Yeah, there's got to be something huge. And I think Kota Ibushi's debut with Don Callis and Kota Ibushi as a heel, Kenny as the hero, would be pretty cool. Okay. Uh, The match was great. match was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, I could also, like, I think I'm done with stabbing the guys with the screwdriver. It feels a little close to murder. I just, I, I, it's it's weird to me. (laughs) Also, it's just like... I get it. Like, I get, like, you can't just have, like, a, a knife because that would be, like, really attempted. Like, they would really be, like, probably get in trouble. I mean, Drew McIntyre like, used to swing a sword at some day. Right, but he didn't. But he never actually tried to stab he, he them. He never connected. 
Right. Yeah. He was. He was. He had bad. He had. He had bad control with the sword. But like, I'm, I'm big, done with the stabbing. Yeah, it's just weird. But it's also just a weird like, the Black Bull Combat Club, the most violent group. They beat the shit out of everybody. John Moxley gets hung, and he has this match with ex- with explosions and barbed wire and this and that. And their big their big thing is that they carry around a screwdriver. Mm-hmm. Like that's their big thing is a screwdriver. Like I mean, all right, I, I I guess that's intimidating. But if like if I was going against Black Bull Combat Club, I probably wouldn't be that scared of a screwdriver. I don't know. The other big story though from from Dynamite, yo, your boy Miro's back. Yeah, walking into Tony Khan's office, like what's What's he gonna tell him? What's up? For, what's up with Miro? What do we got going? What's cooking? I'm guessing. I mean, he's gonna probably be. It's probably something with Collision, right? He's. I'm sure he's gonna be because they're. They're still like sort of this stuff out there that it's gonna be like a some like a soft brand split. Certain guys will be on Collision. Certain guys will be on Dynamite. All right. I mean, he he he's been gone forever, and then I mean, Miro's the big deal. Miro's the big deal Did here. You see, but also, Lana was uh, second row at Backlash. Yeah, and she was she was posting all stories. Yeah. With all the she was with she was with Damian Priest. She was with Liv Morgan. She was with a bunch of them. She was in the family um, and friends section. Yeah, um, Thunder Rosa showed up too and talked to Tony Khan. So I don't know. Maybe this is the beginning of people trying to get onto Collision. I, I I don't. Whatever. It's cool to see Miro back. I'm glad to see yep. him in any way because it's been way too long that he's been in the company and done absolutely nothing. Yeah. 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 You got anything else for me as far as AEW this week? I do, but actually I just want to bounce back because we, one thing we glossed over, I'm going to bounce back to WWE, but one thing we glossed over, we didn't really gloss over, but it's, it's because the bloodline is so good. We didn't even really like talk about this. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens going to Saudi Arabia, right? Like, yeah. Is there, is there an explanation there? Yes, there is. This, this week, Syria and Saudi Arabia continued diplomatic relations after oh, a decade. Okay. Like for, for the first time in a decade, Syrians are allowed back in Saudi Arabia. All right, that's big news then. Yeah, like if you're a if you are into international relations, it's a big okay. This is a big deal. No, I'm, was, I'm I'm into I'm into Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn being tag champs. So yeah, exactly. No, no, everyone because coming out of it, everyone was like a lot of people on Twitter were like, wait, this is a this is crazy that this match is happening, but also like, aren't don't doesn't, doesn't Sami not go to Saudi Arabia? It okay. turns out like. Like two days before they announced the match, they just can they're like back on speaking terms, I guess is a way to put it. I know that's not an international relations term, but they're All back right. on the two countries are uh they're they're pals again, I guess. All right, good news so, then. Um, but no, on AEW, I wanted to ask you. So we just we just talked about like we're we're two weeks away from double or nothing. Right. We only have two matches announced. One of them is and it was announced this week, is the tag match, FTR versus um, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett with Mark Briscoe as a special guest, right? Which I'll take that all day. Any right? Put Mark put Mark Briscoe on my screen, and I'm cool with it. Yep. The only other match right now is the four way for the title. Um, but I just feel like again, and maybe it's because MJF is still clearly just such on another level from these other guys. That match doesn't feel that big right now to me, and I don't know. I'm wondering, do you feel the same? Because like. The title, which I guess right now in WWE, those titles that Roman has are not, you know, the highlight of the show, but Roman will be a highlight of the show. It seems to me that AEW very clearly, the Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite, yeah. they are the biggest things of in AEW. 
Yeah. And the, and the world title seems secondary right now. But we're two weeks away, and we, that's the only match. That's the only big match that's really announced. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think part of what they've done with having this whole thing with with Sammy and MJF is adding that whole "what the hell is going to happen there" element to it. Because we all know going into the match, MJF is winning this match. They're not putting the they're not taking it off him, and they're not putting the belts on one of those three guys. So I think the attraction is okay. What's going to happen there with Sammy? So you got a little bit of an extra wrinkle there. Clearly, you got things with Jungle Boy and Darby Allen. They're not so pleased with each other. Uh, I get what you're saying. We're still two weeks away. Um, I would imagine the match is going to be great. You know, like the, like sure. those three guys do crazy stuff, and it's such a different wrestling style than MJF that it's kind of all right. That's kind of interesting how they're going to intertwine. You know, those three styles with what MJF does. I mean. But I think I think you're right. I think I think it's also the smart move where you got such a strong story with Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite, where it's like this is a good opportunity to have maybe a lesser than world title story. Like you don't okay, need to have yeah. two huge things going on at a time, which is also a little bit of what's going on with WWE right now, where we got the focus is on the world championship that's going to be crowned. So you don't also need Roman involved in a feud for one of his titles. So they have him doing this over here, you know, like, don't look this way, look this way. So I feel like that's a little bit of what AEW is doing right there. And I think it's smart because it, it, it allows MJF to be in a meaningful program while also extending his reign, even though it's not the top attraction in the promotion right now. So I actually think it's cool the way that they're doing it. It's a good point. I didn't really think about it that way. It's a great point because it is going to be a great match. Um, the only, the, the biggest reason I keep bringing it up is because this has been a consistent issue with AEW. Um, they have massive potential. They have so much talent coming out of Daniel Bra- or Brian Danielson versus MJF. MJF was, I mean, he wasn't one, a one B with Roman, but he was pretty damn close to being like one of the biggest stars in the industry. Like he, that match, if it didn't, if he wasn't already that, I thought that cemented him as an absolute top level star. And that momentum seems to have fizzled a little bit. He's still great, but I'm not like, if he's not on for a week, I'm not like, like Roman every week. He's not on. We're like, God, when's Roman going to be back? If MJF's not on for a week, I'm just kind of like, all right, well, at least I got Kenny and and Moxley and and Black Bull combat club. And, and that's not necessarily MJF's fault. I don't think it feels like an AEW thing. They do this with everybody, right? This kind of feels like, an issue they've had from the beginning where they get these hot, like what about the, like they claimed they were the biggest tag team in wrestling for a bit. And now it's just like, where are they? Where, no, where are no they you're at? right. Like I think some of the Ricky Stark stuff has died. I think that, you know, it wasn't too long ago where Daniel Garcia was hot as hell and like, they didn't really do yeah. anything with that, you know? So I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And even Jay White and now Jay White's new. So, and he's, and he's doing the thing with Ricky Starks. I think they're fighting this week on dynamite, which I thought would be on double or nothing, but, um, Jay White was was and still is a huge deal that they got him. But again, they're drawing out the Ricky Starks thing, and Ricky Starks lost his momentum. So now I'm worried, like, have they blown the momentum of Jay White already? Right. Because, like, you know, I know he's doing something with Ricky Starks. I know they have a feud, but it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Doesn't and he like was – and and we were talking about, like, does he come back after Mania and challenge Gunther? Like we were talking about these huge things for Jay White, and now he's just like, 
in a, a, a it's going to be a fun match. It's going to be yeah. it's a good feud. I like it. Bullet Club being an AEW is very fun too. There's a lot of potential there, but I don't know what's going on there. And it just seems like this constantly happens where AEW has these great, huge momentum building storylines. They bring guys in or they build guys up, and then a month later, you're like, huh, what's going on with this guy? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I hear so, you. I worry that that's happening with MJF right now because he's so damn good. And he was so hot after the the, the Brian Danielson thing. And this is sort of, at least for me, taking a little a little bit of the zest off. I don't know. I hear you. Uh, yo, I'm going to give you some notes from our guy, Victor, all right, who listens to the show every week and he likes sending us notes with corrections from the previous week. You ready? I got a couple here for you. Yeah, uh, he commented, number one, when we were uh, we were wondering about, uh, you know, the song that Bad Bunny came out to. Chambea. Yeah. Yes, it's called Chambea. It's uh, and Victor, by the way, is Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican born. And uh, he says that this song Chambea by Bad Bunny, it's actually one of his older songs. It's oh. uh, it's a song that he did with Ric Flair, apparently. So Ric Flair's Ric Flair is on the cover art for the song. And go. he's also his woo is in the song, too. In there like you the go. second verse, he goes, woo. Yeah. There you go. Uh, he also mentions here that uh, there is talks about Carlito this time around, possibly joining WWE on a on a full time basis. So that would be fun. They need uh, to do it soon. They need to do it soon. They got to like capitalize. Yeah. It was a big deal, you know. Also, so last week you mentioned how you asked me if I was bothered when I know this. You asked me if I was bothered that Joaquin Wild as part of the LWO is not even Latino. All right. right. And he mentions here that Joaquin Wild's real name is Michael Paris. He says here, if you watch them in NXT, Legato del Fantasma, he never spoke Spanish. And uh, and yeah, he's he's not Latino, you know? Yeah. Uh, so there you have it. But here's um, the thing, like, but to, to, you know, to Victor's point there, he's always been in Legato. They never said in Legato, you had to be Latino. There was never right. like, it wasn't Legato. You know, it wasn't like we are... They implied that they were all Latino, you know, and, and obviously Santos and his background in Lucha, like they, they implied it, but now it's actually the Latino world order. Yeah. Yeah. And there are so many Latino wrestlers, but anyways. And finally, I like this here where we were talking about, you know, Bronson Reed gives off Bam Bam Bigelow vibes to me. And he mentions here, Bam Bam was, uh, six, four, three ninety. Okay. Bronson Reed, six foot three thirty. So maybe that's why Bam I Bam was see, a big yeah, boy. Bam was a big guy. Yeah. But Bron- Bron- I think Bronson is, has more, um, he's like stockier. Bam Bam. Cause obviously he was six, four. Smaller. He, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Good stuff Good. there, Victor. Thank you, pal. Joey, let's do some big dirt. Not big dirt. What do you got for us this week, man? All right. Well, this, this one's not really dirt because it's official. And I just want, I need to get your big dirt or big or not big dirt reaction on it. Apparently, there was a segment this week for L.A. Knight, who everyone is dying for L.A. Knight to do something important because he's so over and everyone loves him. Um, that segment apparently was scrapped. And, um, you know, they do this, like, after SmackDown. Th- it's not talking smack, but they've been doing this thing. I guess it's for social media where L.A. Knight, like, goes around and, like, interviews people backstage. Really? I, I, I guess. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Apparently... He approached the Street Profits backstage and said he could have anybody as his tag partner and beat them. And now he's ta- and now he has a, he's in a tag team with Rick Boogs. Big <laughs> dirt. Uh, I'm going big dirt because I, I, I think anything that LA Knight is involved in is going to be entertaining. So I'm willing to give it a chance. Yeah, I'll go big dirt. Okay. All right. I 
I love both of them. But LA Knight, people are going to riot if he doesn't get something important soon. Um, we talked about the merger or the, uh, the, the rights deal or whatever with Warner Brothers Discovery yeah. and the new show Collision. Part of this new show Collision, is everyone is assuming, is that the star of that show will be CM Punk. Um, but the reports are that because of whatever reasons, some of it being legal reasons, some of it being just people not getting along reasons, Punk is still not communicating with a number of people backstage, most notably, still no communication with the elite. They're saying, like, things are a little bit maybe better, but that those that those groups, Punk and the elite, are still not on the same page. They're still not communicating with each other. Big Dirt, not Big Dirt. This guy is, just, you know, Punk coming back, but still not being on good terms with some of the biggest players in the company. I'm going not Big Dirt because I don't buy it. Uh, I, I don't know that. Like, I, I don't see this show being built around CM Punk. I also don't think that if you're bringing CM Punk back, it's not going to be on their biggest show, Dynamite. And you're, you're not going to have him with the biggest stars in AEW. Like, how does that make any sense, you know? So I, I think this is a lot of speculation. I don't think this is actually happening. So I'm going not Big Dirt. Okay. All right. Um, they all, there's also there's a report out there that um, back to WWE that despite what everyone had been saying with the, all the panic, that there are at least a few wrestlers that are happy that Vince is back in the creative fold, and that they think Vince being back is going to be better for them. They're also saying that Vince is focused on making sure the company has good baby faces, while Triple H is focused on making sure to build up heels for the company. Big Dirt, not Big Dirt. Vince being... Wrestlers being happy that Vince is back. Well, I'm going not Big Dirt because... You know, Vince being back, I don't know that it's changed anything after that Monday after Raw. That Monday... Uh, Monday after Mania. Like, that, that night was Monday. terrible. That was terrible. It was a terrible yeah. show. But we have not had any signs since then to believe that things are changing in the big picture. So if some wrestlers want to believe that they're happy that, that you know, Vince is back in whatever capacity he's back in, that's fine. I'm glad people are happy. But I'm going not Big Dirt because it seemed like the, the, the sirens went off that night and and we haven't heard from them again. So I'm, I'm good. Okay. Uh, we talked about after the draft, big, uh, excuse me, Braun Breaker and not getting drafted and not yeah. getting called up. And we talked about, well, he's, you know, he's doing awesome stuff with this heel character in NXT. Apparently there was a plan for him to be drafted, but because of how good this, this heel character is and how, and what, what he's doing in NXT at the moment, they want to let that develop. They want to leave him down there for a little bit and let him develop that character and have him debut after SummerSlam. Big Dirt, not Big Dirt. I'm going Big Dirt. That makes sense to me, you know, because why else would they not bring him up at this point? It's because they clearly want him to be a main event player, and we got to see you play both sides. We saw you as a babyface for so long. Now we're seeing you at the very beginning of being a heel. You got to do it. Like, the reason they haven't brought him up yet has to be because they have such huge plans for him. They want to make sure he's ready from all angles. So I'm going Big Dirt. That makes sense to me. All right. Last one. Have you heard of uh, Rick Bassman? No. Yeah, me neither. Who's but that apparently, <laughs> well, apparently Rick Bassman is a is a wrestling promoter, trainer, 
I guess he's been in the business for a long time. I researched him. Apparently, he was one of Sting's trainers when Sting okay. was... Oh, I don't know, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what show he was on, but he was on a podcast where he said he's been in discussions. He's a promoter. Been in discussions to have a show in Jerusalem featuring potentially both Sting and Goldberg. And it could be a retirement show for those guys. But that he also wouldn't be shocked to see Goldberg go back to WWE and do something huge there. That's it. That's all I got. Rick Bassman. I'm going not Big Dirt. I don't know who this <laughs> fool you're talking about is. And even if it were true, it would still not be Big Dirt because I don't want to see Goldberg again, man. An actual Goldberg Sting match would be horrific. I'd feel so bad for Sting. And it you don't want to wait. Hold on. You don't want to see the original top Jew in Jerusalem for his retirement? No, match? no, okay. I don't. No, I don't want to see Goldberg ever again. And that sounds ridiculous. So not big. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's all I got. I mean, I had this thing. Medusa had some tweets where she completely buried Trish Stratus. Oh. It seems like it's all an angle. I think she's trying to angle her way back in to, uh, to get another match. Okay. She basically said she basically put out this whole long tweet saying that Trish Stratus ruined women's wrestling. Wow. Like, ruined what she built. And, like, opened the doors for other... Sounds a little bit like a war. A little bit like a war. Yeah. Sounds like she... And then she put hashtag still not done or something like that. So I think she's trying to get back in. All right. So you could say Big Dirt or not Big Dirt on that if you want. I didn't have a lot of... I'm going to go Big Dirt. I like like Medusa. I'll go Big Dirt. Why not? Yeah. I'm into it. All right. Good job this week, Joey. Uh, Again, everybody listening, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. Happy Mother's Day to all the awesome mothers out there. Joey, tell everybody you'll talk to them next week and you'll miss them. Go ahead. Talk, we'll talk to you guys next week. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers and to the Marks. That are, you know, you got to say Happy Mother's Day to the Marks, too. Um, we'll see you guys next week. All right, guys. We'll talk to you again. Like I said, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. Thanks, as always, for listening. It's still real to me. We'll talk to you next week. See ya.